Hey friends, this is your Creative Kaibigan, a podcast where we dilute famous keynotes into graspable advice on creativity, productivity, and storytelling by some of the leading creatives across the world. My name's Joe. I'm so honored to be your host, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Let's start the podcast. How would an ideal creative environment look like? Maybe that would be in your favorite coffee shop at 43 at 9th, or where you can chant down on your latest almond croissant you waited an hour and a half for. Maybe stroll on Hyde Park with your turtleneck and trench coat, looking up at the sky and marveling 100-year-old trees that tower over you. Or, if you're a simpleton like most of us, maybe just lying on a couch with a Persian cat, eating a bowl of popcorn you've just microwaved for breakfast, as the clouds turn gray, bringing pouring rain then your windowsill. We have the vision of the ideal scenario to be creative, as it is the only time for us to be able to think. How rarely does that happen, that all these seemingly perfect things go in our favor? The tendency, the coffee's too hot and we'll burn our tongue at the coffee shop, we step on dog poop and we walk in the park, or even we fall asleep on the couch with your Persian cat eating the popcorn you just made. It'll be inevitable, never be in our favor, and there is no perfect moment to start. But what if we saw creativity could be spurred from anywhere? What a gift would that be, that all the time you can muster an idea that ultimately had potential? How frustration makes you more creative. A TED Talk by Ted Hartford in 2016 aims to configure the need for circumstance that forces us to be creative. What we are going outside our box becomes seemingly your only option. Your tendency is to create and adapt instinctively to the demands of your surroundings in order to fulfill yourself. Harford talks about we need to set ourselves for the best environment for potential success. And what differentiates with creativity instead of most values is that we look for comfort and efficiency. Creativity alone only comes through discomfort. That's not in spite because of our circumstances that we have potential to create engaging ideas, but rather it's because of it. Hartford encourages us to go out of our comfort zone of what is known and conventional saying that through being creative, you differentiate with your own self-expression, solutions to specific problems that you want to put out in the world. It's easier said than done. You don't want to go through the unnecessary hurdles of life when it seems easier to feel safer. However, he argues that although mess is ultimately discomforting, it would be advantageous inversely to gain resourcefulness in coping with mess. What kind of accomplishment doesn't entail mess? The tasks that are most fulfilling usually entail challenge and thus we set ourselves up for the risk of failure, but for the ultimate result of success. Without thinking out of your comfort zone, he says, that you guard yourself within a box that is full of holes. It is, in actuality, a thin layer that provides no protection to the problems you eventually face. Harvard proposes that this unconventional idea of creating stimulated chaos within your work is ultimately important for the ascension of creative ideas. It is with the practice of having challenges come within our way that we develop being more resilient amid difficulty. Creativity must entail the novelty that comes with one's surroundings. We are more often to find inspiration from chaos than to be simply closed off from the world. No one would want to have something that has never been done before, unless you're Einstein, Edison, or Elon Musk. What most creative ideas are is just a remix of influences that take homage and paying inspiration to the inventions that came before it. What ultimately catapults it to success is its differentiation from the other works before. It's one's own personal style and signature that credits one's self-expression. It's the tough love we get from creativity. We must play the difficult roles so that they could benefit us in the end.
famous music producer named Brian Eno is a fellow believer in needing to find opportunity through difficulty. He has his own set of cards entitled The Oblique Strategies. You pick one from each for a challenge of the day so that musicians may discover something new in their technique and develop through problem-solving skills that can be beneficial for the whole track. The method has been so successful that it's been selling Oblique Strategies cards online. In the end, Tim Hartford suggests that we need to emulate uneasy circumstances in order to force ourselves to be resourceful and most especially creative. Hey, it's Joe. I hope you liked the creative advice today. Please check out the creative works featured in this episode. Now make sure to turn off your phone, use what you learned today, and do something creative. Hope to see you in the next episode.